0: Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from... Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Happy to be here today. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, Big country is here. He's ready now to go. Loaded show for you today. A little bit of NFL news. um, A lot of would-you-rather questions and some baseball talk, too. Let's start with the big news that happened yesterday. I can remember sitting in this chair 24 hours ago thinking, man, Tom Brady's really getting paid pretty well to talk about football games. No. Tom Brady is is I don't want to call it overpaid. You pay what the you know, get paid what the market wants to pay you. But Jesus, thirty-seven and a half million dollars per year. Ten years, three hundred seventy five million dollars. In his ten years of broadcasting, he's gonna make more than his twenty two years of NFL play. By the way, he's the greatest football player to ever play.
1: 100%. And you're worth whatever someone is willing to pay you? Just what if it's not good It's my only question. I know I mentioned it yesterday, but $37.5 million per year. He's going to call one game a week and maybe a playoff game, a couple playoff games.
0: Yeah, they'll get a couple, couple playoff games, maybe a Super Bowl soon. I don't, I don't know what the schedule so like, is. So what
1: there. is that, like 20, 30 work days a year? He's going to work 30 days a year.
0: Well, it's going to be a little more than that. They do travel and do like the interviews and stuff like that. The, the, the big show is going to be the Sunday games. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's a lot per day. I mean, it, taking it per game though. Yeah. It's, it's going to be ridiculous.
1: Would you consider the travel days work though? Or is it just like, I would. I don't feel like traveling is that bad. i <sighs> like flying.
0: <laughs> have you done it like frequently though? What do you mean? Like where you Like where you're doing it multiple times a month? I mean you're doing it every week. It sucks. I'm
1: sure it does, but you got a private jet, so you get to drive home as soon or fly home as soon as you're done.
0: Um I don't, they don't always do the private jet actually. Well, Tom Brady might be able to. Yeah, with thirty seven and a half million dollars you might be able to. But I've even heard uh uh your boy, Herb Kirk Street. <laughs> By the way, we had a Herb Kirk Street last night when we were doing radio. Big country and I do local radio five to six here in Joplin and you boy definitely said Herb Kirk Street I it made my whole day
1: I had to go back and listen to it because
0: you enjoyed it so much I I did I you've been (laughs) doing a really good job saying calling him Kirk by I know given name but I've heard him talk before about how um, even with ESPN he doesn't do private jets unless he's doing college game day in one city and has to get to another one to do the Saturday night game. Now, that was the stink. only exception. Other that than that, suck. they're just regular old travel. And they have a Wheels Up deal. Like, their guest picker of the week is sponsored by Wheels Up. So I, I do think that the travel days suck. I don't think Tom Brady should be, and I don't think he will be, complaining of like, oh, I have to travel so much. Mm-hmm. But those days do suck after a while. I know that even at a point when we were doing tailgate tour. With stick to football, it got to the point of like they wanted us to almost do it like consecutive weeks or back to back weeks, and it was like that's too much. It's too much. Can't do it. It did. It got to the point to where it sucked. So travel days, I do. I count them as work days, and you have to be on. You know, like if you're working, you're on. You're that person. It's not that comfortable setting. Like even like I've gone on like a, a teacher's thing where we went and did like a, a conference or whatever and even just being there for like two days it's like i i hate this i hate having to pretend to be this person i can't cuss i can't drink <laughs> i don't like the people i'm with <laughs> so it was it was a rough time it was buddy. a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> right and you just, i always felt like i had to be like working it's a little different now uh, with my workforce um, but I mean the thirty-seven and a million dollars jaw dropped on that one. I, when I saw 20 to $25 million, I thought, wow, that's a lot of money. Like, I can't believe he's actually doing it, but I thought at the time that makes sense because you are, you're swinging big for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And we did talk about it a little bit on radio yesterday. I do think that maybe like somebody made a big swing. and was like, Hey Brady, what's it going to take to get you in the booth as soon as you're done retiring? I think Tom might have been fucking around and just said, it's going to take 40, $40 million. And then Fox comes back and says, how about 35? We'll meet you in the middle, 37 and a half. Let's get it done. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's, that is a crazy number. He doubles. He's more than doubled Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, uh, all those guys. In fact, he is making more than Aikman and um, Joe Buck, Buck combined. Just Tom Brady alone. Like, if you're those guys, like, how do you respond to that? You've been in this for
1: 20-some years, nearly 20 years, and this guy who's just been the best quarterback over the last 20 years, I feel like that's fair to say, the best football player on earth, comes in and just hops in a booth and immediately starts making more money than you. I feel like if I put that much time into it, I'd be kind of annoyed. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, what the fuck? You just completely reset the market. And the next thing is, this is like $1.8 million a game. I'm assuming he does mm-hmm. 20. About 18 regular season games, a couple in the playoffs, maybe a Super Bowl. If they have Do they have that Super Bowl coming up?
0: Fox? I don't know. They will eventually.
1: Yeah. So within that, it's like, how in the world is Fox, one, making any money? Two, how can they afford it? And three, what is their plan for the next TV deal coming up? Yep. Like, are they going to try and buy everything so yeah. you can't
0: afford Tom Brady? No, I, don't, I don't get it. Like you said, what did you say? It's like 1.8 per mm-hmm. game?
1: For 20 games with the 37 and a half.
0: You know, what's crazy, though, you go back and you look at some of these sitcoms that were running and were very popular. Some of those dudes from, like, um, those nerds, what was that nerd show? Uh, Big Bang Theory? Some of those dudes pulling in a million per episode. What? Yeah. Friends, like Seinfeld. A lot of those people were making, like, a million an episode. Now, that one's a little different because I think you can still show the reruns and be like, "Yeah, hey, we're still making money here. Yeah. But there's so much money in TV. I don't even think that we grasp how much money is made in television. I, I guess I just, I don't know how. Those ad dollars, you know? Like, yeah, uh, Super Bowl commercials, like 30 seconds, million dollars or whatever. I guess your Fox Sunday, if you had to deal with them, that price probably going up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good luck, Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you want to air this
1: commercial during Tom Brady game? Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as uh, Brooks says, even in the chat, uh, I need Brady to call a Billichick game so badly. Uh, I agree. We'll see. Uh, Fox has the, the NFC, which would be different, but you got to make it happen. I don't even care if it's, like, if it's Patriots versus Saints or something, just a not good matchup. Let Brady do the call. We want to hear it. How do
1: you? How much longer do you expect Bill Belichick to be playing? I guess is my question. Not to be playing, to be coaching. Excuse me. I don't know. Because like, we're gonna I think get one more year. He's gonna year be a football. guy
0: that just like up and retires. Like he's given no warning. Yeah. He's not hinted at anything. He's just gonna have a press conference someday and just be like, "I'm retiring. My coach is taking over now, and we're on to retirement." That's gonna be Belichick. <laughs>
1: I believe it. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, we're going to get one, one more full season of Brady playing football, and then mm-hmm. next year's going into the booth. I wouldn't be
0: surprised if Bill Belichick's like, uh-uh, I'm Get down. me out of here before this guy has to talk about me. Maybe. How old is Bill 70? I'll tell you, though, he's a, he's a pretty healthy-looking 70. Yeah. I mean, he's not Pete Carroll, but he's a pretty healthy-looking 70.
1: You think he just wants to get at least one more Super Bowl? I feel like it's just going to be hard for him to get that.
0: He's also just such a football guy that he might Joe Paterno this thing to where he just coaches until he's 85 or something.
1: And then dies three months later.
0: Yeah, I could see that happening too. But, I mean, the Brady news, the, the dollar amount really did shock me. I'm not surprised by too much, especially in the sports world. Mm-hmm. That one really caught me off guard. Now, another thing that caught me off guard, though, was people were posting, like, Aikman makes this much, this guy makes that much, of some of the other color commenters and things like that. Jim Rome makes $30 million a year. From CBS. How? Why? What
1: you said, like, <laughs> so the, Tom many Brady, the Tom Brady amount surprised you. What surprised me the most with Tom Brady was the fact that he's making $15 million this next season to play quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. That one surprised me, and the amount was kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't know what to expect, but it was shocking. But at the same time, it's Brady, it's whatever. But the Jim Rome one, that had my jaw hitting the floor. Like, I had to read that list like three or four times and be like, I, I am reading Jim Rome.
0: I didn't know he was still, like, doing radio.
1: Yeah, I didn't know he had a show. He's got to be doing
0: more than that. Yeah, I guess it's probably like a simulcast deal on CBS. They have a a TV channel, I think. But, I mean, $30 million? How are you making a profit on that? Me and Jake were kind of talking about that last night, even with the Fox stuff. But Mm -hmm. if you're CBS Sports, how are you making a profit on that Jim Rome show? There's no way that thing's making more than $30 million a year.
1: Are there that many people listening to
0: him? Like, I didn't know he was that, like... Joplin's a small market. I'll give you that. Yeah, he's not playing in this area. Where is one. he in then? <laughs> I know it's a national show, and he's been very popular. I just I don't know what he's done. Congratulations to his agent. He probably has the same agent that Kirk Cousins does. But thirty million dollars for him—absolutely bananas! I couldn't believe when I saw that one. Um, a couple other things in the NFL, though. Moving on. There's a lot of talk uh, coming out of Dallas, Texas, and their mayor is kind of running his mouth. He wants a second NFL team in Dallas, Texas. I struggle to believe that that would work, that Jerry Jones would be on board with that, and that those fans in Dallas are just so passionate about the Cowboys. I don't know that you're sneaking in another team. Maybe, I mean, maybe they're so football hungry that they'll do the thing like a, we kind of have here in Missouri. You have a lot of Royals fans, but are also like, yeah, the Cardinals are good. I'm going to go watch them play. I'll cheer for them, too. Yeah. I wonder if maybe, I guess that's the idea is that you can get that going with Dallas. I I don't know that there's other, you know, experiments of like uh, let's put a team in Austin, Texas. Let's do it San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I don't know that those would work either, but. I do kind of think that Dallas might be just as successful as San Antonio.
1: You say Jerry Jones would be, like, for it? I don't think so. No, okay, I don't think he would be either. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like, I mean, he owns that market. Like, he owns all of Dallas. Fuck, he created a whole little city in the area in Frisco just for all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, just the Cowboys. And to throw in another NFL team, like, I feel like that would just start a rivalry that just, there's no way to win. Like, you can't beat Jerry Jones in Dallas. I yeah. feel like it would just be, like, doom right from the start.
0: Yeah, it would be weird. I think Dallas is probably a good enough city. It's, it's pretty big, especially once you include Fort Worth and the surrounding area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, like, if you're going to put a, a, a team in a city that already has a team, Dallas and Chicago are probably the easiest options. Yeah, I mean, Chicago already does it with the White Sox and Cubs, and it's working fine. But I don't know. But, on, you know, also – Jerry Jones could charge rent to the other team in Dallas and be like, "Hey, if you're going to play in our stadium, that's fine." Now you have to lease it out. That's what I mean. The, you know, the Chargers have to do it, and the Jets have to do it. Really? Already? Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't know they were leasing it out. I thought they just kind of went halfsies in on building it
0: and was like, uh-uh. "The Jets play in the Giant Stadium. MetLife Stadium is a Giant Stadium." And- I think they made room wow. for the Jets, but at the same time, it was like, hey, we own this. This is us. I did not realize that. Yeah, like SoFi Stadium, that's a Rams stadium. So Jerry could just be like, yeah, this, you're playing in Jerry World. That's my name on the stadium, <laughs> motherfucker. And, and then charge what he wants. But maybe it would happen. I, I kind of like the idea of putting another team in Dallas better than I do some of these other cities. Like at least in Dallas, you know that they love their football.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be hard to get that fan base going. I just I don't know who lives in Texas and just hates the Cowboys.
0: Exactly, like, and, I mean, and they're such a national brand. Like even with Houston,
1: like yeah, there's the Houston Texans. It took them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just immediate. Like bam, have a whole city for it. It was like oh, actually, we're all kind of Cowboys fans down here.
0: Yeah, and I just don't know that you're going to get a lot of those team those fans to leave. And be like, I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore.
1: Now, if you start and have immediate success, it's going to be pretty easy. Like, actually, you know, we'll pick the new winners here. But even like, like the Jaguars, almost thirty years.
0: Yeah, it's it's taken forever. They they still don't have like a great fan base, and so I don't know that you're going to get that in Dallas. And and, you know, a lot of people like to poke fun at the Cowboys too, Uh, like, oh, they're not very good and stuff like that. They're not. Like, I get it. I see the record every year as well. They're the most popular team.
1: Right? Oh. By far. Yeah. There's a reason they're called America's team. hmm The Dallas Cowboys. Now, the thing is, what are you going to name this other team?
0: No, it's not going to be the Indians, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although it no. would
0: have fit, but it's kind of yeah. offensive.
1: You know, Cowboys versus that would actually no. have been kind of neat. The
0: Guardians. Name them the Guardians. Yeah. There it is. Boom, bam. Yeah. Dallas Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see if it happens. The expansion in the NFL... Do we really need it?
1: No, yeah, but it feels it. like it's inevitable, honestly. Yeah. It'll happen, but... You know how we had the discussion, I think, maybe, like, beginning of the year? I was like, you know, there's just not enough good quarterbacks in the NFL to, like, make that work. If we actually think about it, there's a couple quarterbacks that are out there in the market that could probably use another team to go be a starter for
0: it. After next year, there will be, when the yeah. 2023 draft class comes through. And, right, hell, Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield, still going to be very expensive backups on their team. Yep.
1: And then you throw in, like, a Teddy Bridgewater and Andy Dalton, and it's like Mm -hmm. those guys could possibly be starters for an
0: awful team. Yep. Oh, how about this one? I like this one from Devin. The Dallas football team. (laughs) 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 Damn it. Part of me, too, I love the fact that it's 32 teams. I know I've talked about this before. It's my OCD. I love the symmetry of the 32 teams, four teams in each division. Like the minute that that gets off, it's gonna, it's gonna bother me a lot. Honestly. Yeah, a lot more than it should. The seventeen game schedule—the entire reason why I hate it is because it's not balanced. That you don't have equal home and away games. It, well, maybe like, if you throw really in, gets to me.
1: if you throw in another two teams, everyone gets two bye weeks. Then you make you go to eighteen weeks, and everyone gets er. Go up again, and everyone gets two bye weeks.
0: I don't think they would do that, though. Because those NFL owners, they want they want games played. They want money. They're not giving you a day off. You're playing another game. So, Fuck your rest, bub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sport's not even that dangerous. Like, get back out there. Yeah. What do you mean you're seeing stars and you're about to throw up?
1: Oh, the playing surface is destroying your knees and joints? Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> the Dallas Feral Pigs?
1: <laughs> I like that one. Dallas Razorbacks? I'm surprised that's not what they are now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jerry Jones just buys the team. He's like, fuck it, I got both of them now. (laughs) Yeah. I really own it. The Dallas Mustangs, does that make sense? All of this. Yeah. SMU is right there. They're the Mustangs. Yeah. College. Uh, It'll probably happen. Uh, I don't know. Great cities to expand on. You have San Diego a team again. Can you go Dallas Bulls? Actually, I kind of like that. I feel like most expansion teams won't take a team name from, like, another league.
1: I kind of wish they would. It would just be – it'd be fine. Like, the Arizona Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals, there's nothing wrong with it. There's really not. Yeah. So, like, the Dallas Cowboys and then the Dallas Bulls. Be neat. The hockey team's named the Dallas it Stars, for crazy God's sake. That,
0: like, the Bears and the Eagles, like, they have such a monopoly on that nickname. Yes. You know, why is there a Bulldog?
1: I was going to ask you the same Pro question. Sports. Or, like – there's no, like, wildcats as a pro sport. It's like we just left that for high schools.
0: We got high about a zillion
1: wildcats out there.
0: Yep. Yeah. Same with eagles
1: around here. Yes. Everybody's a fucking eagle. Oh, I got Pier City Eagles. I got Jasper. And they're all different fucking, like, just stupid colors. I've never seen an orange eagle out in the wild. You come to this area, and there's just all over Jasper County. Your eagle freaking sucks, dude. Yeah. That might be my Thursday rant tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Stupid-ass high school mascots.
0: That is it tomorrow. Yep, I'm <laughs> no, writing that, that down, down in my notes. <laughs> Look at you typing excitedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Dallas next year is our year. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Dallas Longhorns. Dallas Longhorns. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> Shoot, I might right. have
1: two teams. Keep them in the NFC, though. <laughs> so i have an NFC team and an AFC team. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and that is that is what they would do. But I don't know. With NFL expansion, it'll probably happen. I don't know about putting another team in Dallas or Chicago. Those two just, they feel so established with their fan bases. Like, we've always had the New York team, so it, and it's always been divided. So I think it's fine. Even with L.A., it's like, look at what that did. Like, the Chargers are good. They struggled to fill up a stadium. Uh, soccer Rams just stadium. won a Super Bowl. I think everybody in L.A., maybe even if you thought, like, yeah, I'm going to be a Chargers fan. And then last year when the Rams won the Super Bowl, I bet you bought some Rams gear. <laughs> I bet you're a Rams fan. You kind of just
1: switched
0: it <laughs> so over. Yeah, I, I do have this uh, Justin Herbert jersey, but probably going to wear the Matt Stafford one today. <laughs> See what happens here, but I don't know we'll see it'll eventually happen I don't know that it'll be in Dallas or Chicago but if, expansion will definitely happen uh, I also saw that former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau is suing the Jaguars over the whole alleged um, Urban Meyer thing I don't like Urban Meyer I think he's a scumbag I think that one I think that whole situation got very exaggerated yeah. This is the story of where uh, he was allegedly like getting ready for the game and Urban Meyer came by and kicked him. And Josh Lambeau was like, hey, don't kick me. Urban Meyer said, I, I'm the head coach. I'll kick whoever the fuck I want to. Something like that. I I do think Urban Meyer's a scumbag. I don't know that he's a big enough of a scumbag to like actually walk by and kick a guy in the NFL and try to hurt him.
1: Yeah, like it just... I can see it being like a little tap of the leg, and it's like still not necessary. And Josh Lay was probably Mm -hmm. one of those guys, like, just don't fucking touch me. Respect it. Got it. But at the same time, it's not like he walked up and just leg kicked the shit out of you. Like he just got in, like, you know, a southpaw pose and was like, bam, leg kick. (laughs)
0: Like that UFC fight over the weekend is like just straight to the jaw. Yeah, it's not like
1: he's over here just Conor McGregor and the shit out of somebody. And yep. just wailing his arms. Like, that's just, it's not what happened. That would be freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. If, and he's, not
0: necessarily, but kind <laughs> of <it> would be. <laughs> it would be a cool video. Urban Meyer comes it. up and just, <laughs> Yeah, Josh Lambeau sitting up against the cage, just talking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that one. I also think it's very difficult to, to prove. Uh, maybe there are a lot of cameras too, but he, he is suing over a hostile work environment. I don't know. We'll
1: see. Where'd you come up with a three and a half million? Like that that's was his one-
0: salary from that season. So he already got paid? No. Uh, I think he got cut. Oops, I got cut too. I'm bleeding. So
1: sorry, are you alright over there? <laughs> I would just scratch
0: like a mosquito bite and I, I scratched the scab off. Now I'm bleeding. That's
1: Oh, smooth, smooth. move, Slicko. <laughs>
0: And then I was like, what is this liquid on my leg? Oh, it's just I'm bleeding my own blood. There's water coming out of me. It's red. <laughs> right? There's Kool-Aid code. I know I've been drinking a lot, but damn it, now it's leaking. Uh, sprung a leak. Anyway, I'm fine. Yeah, but that was the salary that he got that he missed out on from being cut and alleged that he got cut because that Urban Meyer re-injured his leg with the kicking incident. We'll see. We'll see what happens. If I'm
1: the Jaguars, I'm just like, dude, fuck off. Here, take your money. Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're done with it. We're just trying to move on from it. If it costs us another $3.5 million, we, we don't know. We're, we're done. We're, just, we're over it. Just take the money. And then just look at them. Wait about 10 seconds to go. sweep. Just made it back. See you never.
0: I saw a couple weeks ago, last week maybe, Urban Meyer trying to get back on the, the Fox desk yes i thought i did see that as well i never really looked into it i thought more would come from it but
1: i was it just kind of like rumored was it fox just being like hey let's just kind of slide that out there I was, and, yeah i was seeing that and too. see like, what the reaction would be And i was like oh bad vibes bad that vibes is, that out. Is
0: definitely something that people do like it, around the nfl all these if something slips usually it's on purpose if it's something like that it's like hey let's gauge the interest now a really popular one is like the nicknames like the commanders like hey let's Let's float this out there and see how everyone reacts. Like, it's going to be one of these three nicknames. And then you see what everybody hates. And then with Washington, they're like, yeah, fuck it. We kind of already decided on commanders, even though everyone hates it. Or Jersey releases, logos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So maybe this was Fox being like, hey, let's uh, let's see how everybody thinks about this. And again, Urban Meyer, piece of shit human being. I did like him on Big Noon Kickoff. Yeah, he
1: was good at that. That's where he should have stayed. He mm-hmm. shouldn't have accepted the yep. NFL job.
0: But I didn't watch Big Noon Kickoff last year because of the whole Clay Travis stuff. I hate him.
1: I've just I've never consumed his content, so like I don't have like a hate or a dislike. Oh. Like I literally just don't listen to any of the shit he says. So and everyone's I'm like,
0: so annoying.
1: Everyone's like, oh, he just said the stupid thing today. He made a really good point here. It's like I'm not listening to that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like I'm just I'm not.
0: I hated his radio show. It was on in the mornings when I would have to drive to school. And it was like, please, God, replace him. He found the right demographic, though, for that it, you know, morning
1: the, group of guys heading to the work job. Like, you know, job site.
0: You know, it's allegedly fake, though.
1: Oh, 100%. This I kind have a persona. F- yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it was even, I think it was PFT commenter, the barstool guy. Who one day said, like Clay Travis and him were talking, and he was like, There's no strong, like right-winged sports people out there. I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> now here he is. <laughs> wow. And that's exactly who he was. And if I remember the story right, he was kind of left leaning politically, but then was like, I gotta embrace this. Hey, there's a good opportunity here. So I guess good on you to recognize that. That would take off. Like, <laughs> yeah. We all should have known that it would. Yeah, uh, it did for him. But I, I find his takes to be annoying.
1: I feel like wrong. sometimes they just kind of contradict themselves. So like, yeah, from what other people like. Again, I'm not consuming the content. But like I have friends that
0: I don't anymore. Obviously.
1: Enjoy it. So it's just like da 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 da. You hear the back and forth, and then the discussion starts from there. And then it gets confusing. It is what it is. Again, if you listen to it, that's awesome. Good on you. I'm not going to tell you what to enjoy and what not to enjoy because you're listening to this, and we do hope you enjoy it, and we hope you continue yeah. to listen to it. But Clay Travis does suck. Maybe you should tell a
0: friend. Uh, your, your friend, speaking of, in the chat says, Clay yeah. has a special spot saved by me at my normal home from Jonas in the chat.
1: Oh, Jonas is back. What's up?
0: <laughs> What's up? Hey, everything good on your front? What's up, front? Jonas? Over there? I'm good.
1: No more creepy dreams. I've just kind of embraced it. You know, I've, dreams are still there, actually. I've had a. <laughs> I think I told you yesterday. I was like you know, I man, I've been tired since the weekend. I've been sleeping. Tried to go to bed early the last two nights. I had successfully with dreams, just keeping me up. Hmm. They're like they're like real life fears. Like they're not like being possessed by something or like, like roller coasters.
0: It's just like what scares you, big country. What do you mean? You said real life fears.
1: Like, my biggest fear in life
0: uh-huh.
1: is, like, becoming a dad and then dying in a car accident and not need to be a dad for the rest of my life. I know. That's deep oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the type of dreams that have been happening, Now It's been freaking me out. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's not that scary. <laughs> I mean, have you looked at birds before? Do what? Birds are pretty scary.
1: Yeah. I, dude, I actually got scared by a bird the other day while driving. I forgot to tell you this. I was driving back in front of the gym the other day, and I turn on my road, and this fucking bird comes out of nowhere. And for some reason, my dumbass ass is like, got to swerve out of the way. And I'm just like, why? I'm in a 4,000-pound vehicle. Why am I swerving for a crow? Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Birds will get your ass, man.
0: Tell- I've been trying to tell the people. They're <laughs> terrifying little creatures. I hate... All of them.
1: And there's a couple that live in the parking garage now in my apartment complex. And so when I come down there, they'll just be like chirping in the morning. So, you know, I'll, I'll chirp back a little bit. Just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah, dude, I just chirp back to birds.
0: Why, Cinderella? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> it's just hilarious to hear them chirp. And then, like, you do a whistle back. And then they respond to it. And then, like, you can mock it. It's fuck- dude, I swear to God, I've been doing this since I was nine years old. Before I could ride my bike. And the reason I know that is well, because... You couldn't
0: ride a bike at nine?
1: No, I could ride a bike at nine. I wasn't allowed to ride my bike in the street gotcha. until I was 10. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, I didn't learn that. I had to be 10 years old. I had to be in the like How old was...
0: were you when you told that story yesterday? <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait till I was 10 years old until I could ride my bike in the road. So I'd be, I'd just have to walk. If we wanted to go to the library or we wanted to go to like, the pop machine to get a pop in the morning or in the right. afternoon, excuse me, in the summer, you'd walk. And so you'd walk by like the water park or whatnot that's right there in liberal we call it a water park it's just a little brick building right across from the city where that big giant <laughs> water tank is
0: there's a fountain there <laughs> <laughs> we, the we always refer to it as a
1: water park because it was so a, it was it was a little park that we would play <laughs> we would play water, there
0: sometimes there's slides there's a splash pad
1: <laughs> not liberal little, Mo man no
0: this is an, a literal alleyway with a fountain <laughs> The water park. No,
1: not there, not there. A little further down by the railroad tracks where that little brick building is that you can kind of walk the stairs up.
0: The water treatment facility?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he called it the old water park. Just
0: hanging out, dog. Even worse.
1: Tell me about it. But the whole point of the story is because we'd walk by it, and the birds would be chirping (laughs) up in the trees there, so I'm like, I'm just fucking whistling back. (laughs) a little
0: talent. The water park is what you called it. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally fenced off, barbed wire on the top. Like, don't come in here. We're treating the water so you can drink it. <laughs> You're like, going to the water park. <laughs> Got a whistle at the birds today. <laughs> on my way to get me a freaking Pepsi yeah. for my mom. <laughs> Sometimes you ask, like, uh, why we didn't hang out when you were younger. I had no one else to hang out with. What do you See, mean? It's like not as my you and the birds at be the water park.
1: 11.30 on a, Saturday or on a Friday in the summer. There's nothing else You were else a to senile
0: do. old man at the age of eight years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whistling Running at a from a senile old man that had a bicycle.
0: <laughs> and it always smelled like sulfur. It's the, like the worst smell I've ever smelled. It comes from that quote-unquote oh. water park. And you're just sitting there whistling at birds.
1: Well, you know what I'm like? It has a little grass right in front of it, a little brick building right yeah, next to Main Street. It's called
0: a bandstand. That's what it's called? Yep. Why? I don't know. It, it's been there for a hundred years, probably. <laughs> and then they decided at one point to build a water treatment right there. <laughs> also, sometimes known as the water park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get to our sponsors I don't know what to do with you sometimes Roper Kia, hop in there, check them out uh, Great, hassle-free Buying experience, if you mention us here At Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 Off your nicer, newer ride if they don't have the car on the lot that you're looking for They will help you find it And again, mention us here at mike would Up Save yourself $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride
1: <laughs> Oh, big Cinderella Brooks in the chat <laughs> <laughs> next up is gonna be Gunspot. make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs no reserved auction to every single week and one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out so you don't even have to worry about it also it's not a matter and if it is a matter of when danger could arise make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family and you can do so with gunspot.com
0: so much going on there uh even like bryce in the chat, BC sounds like his childhood was right off the set of Stand By Me. We grew up in the same <laughs> town, <laughs> probably four hundred yards away from me. Dog, other. <laughs> life was
1: different across the tracks, man. You didn't come across the tracks. You weren't allowed to come over there. I was raised on that side. I was raised on the side, whatever side of Liberal that was.
0: Oh, oh, I also wasn't allowed to cross the tracks. You're correct. I don't know, like, yeah. why there's these weird rules that where we the, had where the real poor's were my guy <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was my mom was like hey don't cross the tracks i know we're kind of poor that's where the scummy poor <laughs> kids live <laughs> you're gonna catch something if you go over there oh that man that side of the track but that was like i couldn't ride my bike across the train tracks and uh, was also supposed to avoid like the two highways our hometown where we grew up when i left the population was 650 people tiny tiny little there's now 779 i don't know where the extra 179 came from that's a lie no one has moved to that town since i have left (laughs) it is only going down but somehow the number keeps going up uh 650 people in that town and big countries hanging out at the water park (laughs) like the closest thing you could have had to a water park is like if the volunteer fire department accidentally opened up one of the fire hydrants (laughs) <laughs> that's then i say volunteer we don't have a fire department in the town it's just the volunteers yeah
1: and when they if there is a fire they have to fucking jump the fire trucks because they've been sitting in the barn for so long <laughs> yeah. i remember hearing that story when i was in high school It was like yeah this house burned down on that out in the country because the fire truck's battery was dead we couldn't get it jump started in time
0: Because it had been sitting there since last summer. (laughs) Longer than that.
1: (laughs) They'd get the dust wiped off of it first. Oh, man.
0: Oh, the water park.
1: (laughs) I do apologize to Gunspot if I messed up your ad that bad. Just go to Gunspot.com. Look at the guns that they have. Very nice website. No hidden fees when you check out.
0: Pew, pew, pew. Uh, You need a (laughs) a gun on your side of the
1: tracks. (laughs) You did. We're actually talking about it on Sunday for Mother's Day. uh, I forgot about this. Me and my younger siblings and my neighbor... Uh, we had a BB gun fight with kids that lived across the field uh, on the way to the dumps. Like when you cross the road tracks, you go straight, and there's a house immediately on the right. The kids that lived there were kind of <laughs> also not good kids, real troublemakers. Um, and so there was one day we were out shooting squirrels and birds and stuff, and then they decided to shoot over at us, and we were like, oh, this is this is how this is about to go down. So we got in a little BB gun fight, and it's just – yeah. It's kind of one of those deals where you're standing behind a tree and you you hear BB hit the other side of the tree that you're standing on. It's a pretty terrifying experience. you got to go
0: up real quick. You want, you want to hear a little uh, Tell the Truth Tuesday about BB guns? Obviously, we grew up in a small town, as we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And I had a BB gun, too. And one day, God, we lived Was, in Did you yours have town. the little
1: lever on it that you'd have to, like, kind of pump? Yes. Did you also have the pellet, like the pump gun, pellet guns, where you had to, like, pump it 13 times before you could shoot it? Oh, Yeah. So, so during this like war, we to, like you would shoot one gun and then hand it off, and someone would pump it, and then they'd hand you the other one. So we had like a little rotation going on, like the guns on our little war.
0: We one time when I was younger, we had a kid. We weren't having like a BB gun fight or anything like that, but we had a kid show up to the school playground, not during school hours. I think it was during the summer, and he kept shooting us with his BB gun. And so like I ran home across the street. And, Cause I honestly I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This guy's got a gun. Like it was a serious thing, and I get my BB gun, and I set up shop in my like my parents' where I lived, their front porch area, <laughs> and I opened the windows like I'm a fucking sniper. <laughs> Goddamn John Wayne over here! I picked that dude off like two times. Most impressive thing I've ever done in my life. Shot him from. Seventy five yards away <laughs> with the with b- a BB gun. How high were you
1: aiming, dude? You had to get the <laughs> I arc no on idea. that.
0: I have no idea how I hit him, but I watched him the first time I hit him, and he like grabbed the back of his neck. Like, what the hell was that? Like, it didn't hurt him, but I hit him, and I was like, oh, let's pump this bad boy up a couple <laughs> more times, <laughs> and I got him the second time too, and then finally he like looked and like figured out where it was coming from. It's like I was. I was the second shooter on the grassy knoll that day. I boom picked him off two times. Couldn't believe it. That was the last thing I ever (laughs) shot. Did you just say I was the second shooter on what? The grassy knoll. I I JFK'd him. (laughs) I JFK'd him. (laughs) Why did you shoot this guy again? Because a couple of my friends, we were all playing like basketball or something, and then he was one of those dumb kids too. That was just like always in trouble. He came up there and had like a BB gun. And was just shooting stuff, but then he started shooting at us. He was like an older kid, too. He started shooting at you? Yes, so he started shooting us with his BB gun. So I went home, got mine, <laughs> went to the sixth floor of the school depository, and um, <laughs> took care of it. Took care of it. He didn't come back to town. Oh, shit. Uh, actually, he did. I had to see him at school on Monday. And he was like, did you shoot me with a BB? I was like, maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I couldn't believe that I actually hit him, though. Like, I'm a terrible shot. Terrible shot. The Lord was with me that day. The Lord wanted me to hit that kid with a BB. That's, it was destiny, for sure. Uh, speaking of destiny and great things happening, how about uh, some baseball going on? The other day, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani went back-to-back on home runs. And we were talking about it a little bit, too, um, off-pod What's going on with those two is historically special. Like It's to the point where I think I have to make my daughter sit down and watch an Angels game because what Otani and Trout are doing, I think you have two of the best at their sport of this generation right there on the same team. And they're finally winning, which is huge. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for a while. Last year, obviously, um, Trout was hurt and Otani was going off the year before that. The COVID year, we've never really seen these two guys be dominant at the same time. Now we're seeing them both be kind of dominant at the same time. I think it's pretty special. And I've been hard on both those guys now. Yep. I was wrong.
1: I mean, even when you look at what the Angels are doing this year, it's a very successful season. Oh, and then you have a rookie throwing a no-hitter last night. So like yeah. you just throw that on top of the mix of what Trout and Otani are doing, and it's just like, damn, like this, this might be the year for L.A. Like the Dodgers won it last year, Rams won the Super Bowl, Lakers won it two years ago, and bam, here come the Angels. I know it's still early in the year. We could be at the end of May, beginning of June, and be like, Angels stink. Yeah, That's just it how all quickly fun. it can change. Yeah. But like right now, like it, this is it's
0: fun to watch. The, like you said, the no hitter last night. Yeah. Was pretty cool. I had no idea what was going on. It throws a no hitter, what was his name? Reed Detmer. Throws a mm-hmm. no hitter. He's a rookie. Throws it against the Rays. Another really cool part about this game, too. Like it, We all should have watched this game last night, and I feel like nobody did because it was on the West Coast. Another cool part was um, Anthony Rendon. So it's a blowout game. It's like 12 to nothing. The Rays are always, they do this, they'll put in a position player to finish out the game. So Brett Phillips is pitching, the outfielder. And he's just lobbing balls up there. Anthony Rendon realizes, hey, game's over. I'm going to take an at-bat from the left side of the plate. It cranks a home run. He's a right-handed hitter. Cranks a home run from the left side of the plate. I thought that was absolutely fantastic, too. It's like the Savannah Bananas or whatever, that that team that's just entertaining people. But you have Trout going off. You have Otani. You have a no-hitter. And then you have Anthony Rendon ending the game pretty much with a left-handed home run. Absolutely just... Crazy what they're doing, and I do think that these two guys—you have to start looking at them historically, like what they're actually doing. I know a lot of people make the Babe Ruth comparison; it's maybe a little bit early, but man, they're—they're they're just too damn good right now.
1: And they definitely are. So I'm over here in the the chat trying to defend myself on understanding what the grassy knoll is. Freaking Brooks coming in from the top row.
0: You you do know what it is, yes? Yeah,
1: so it's the area that JFK was shot assassinated in mm-hmm. i just thought it was funny
0: have are you old enough that you've uh gotten into the jfk history
1: um i've seen the clip like uh, the the like, where it came out in color they like colorized the the little video of it whatnot i, I think it was last year two years ago i kind of read a lot into it i haven't taken a deep dive into it because i feel like i'm just going to get when I mean, you know how i am with the conspiracy theories i'm just going to get so deep into that where it's like there's no coming back um so I've kind of tried to hold myself off from it. But I feel like I'm getting close. Between that and World War I World War II history, like I feel like I'm getting real close to wanting to just dive into everything that happened and took place there. It's about the age for guys where it really starts to just kind of hit home, and mm-hmm. I think I'm getting close.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Lee Harvey Oswald, that kid, that day, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm super into it. That is one that I actually believe I know that you're like, I believe every conspiracy theory, so therefore they're not conspiracies. Mm -hmm. They're just true facts. I don't believe there was one shooter with the JFK thing.
1: You think the driver was one of them? No. Okay. I've seen a lot of people throw that out there, and that's what really just kind of throws me for a loop. It's like he turns around and then sees the president's dead and drives off. It's
0: like, ooh, there goes his head. It's crazy that – the only footage that we have of that time. But, I mean, I guess we're lucky that there is footage yeah. at all. Or we'd just be like, yeah, that's what the government said. Like, let's just kind of run with it. Let's believe yep. it. But it is wild. And I've been there a couple times. I just took my daughters for the first time not too long ago to Dallas. It, it's really cool to see it, to go into the depository where Lee Harvey Oswald was. There's a huge X on the the highway where mm-hmm. JFK got shot, which feels a little bit rude, it does seem a little odd. But at the same time, it was like 1963, so like, let's get over oh, it. Also, is
1: it the right spot? Are they lying about the spot to where like you kind of hide up some of the conspiracy theories? It
0: feels pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then when you, once you're there and you see it all, you're like, this makes too much sense. We were there, though, and um, there was a car accident right on the X. Somebody hit another car. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. inconvenient timing. <laughs> but that is one. That's one that I believe in with the uh, conspiracy theories. I didn't know you were getting roasted, though
1: what am I not, my guy? I mean, half the time I do it to myself,' talking about a fucking water park that's a water treatment in a town of six hundred people, but here we are
0: a new team named the Dallas shooters oh, bingo <laughs> <laughs> right uh, we weren't talking about kid
1: Bryce, just perfect timing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we weren't talking about baseball. I do think it is really cool what what the angels are doing, and now that they are finally. Winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if, like, Mike Trout always gets compared to Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle, as I've said before, my favorite baseball player of all time. And, obviously, the Otani and Babe Ruth thing. Like, let's see him do it a little bit longer. Uh, I get what Otani's doing is really special. Let's not forget Babe Ruth also hit, like, 755 home runs. Mm -hmm. You got a little ways to go until you can (laughs) be, like, actually mentioned with Babe Ruth and how dominant he was in his era. But I, I do think that they're they're on a path to be like a top five duo. Like really? you know, even like Griffey and Arod when they were young, people are like, oh this is amazing what they're doing. I think Otani and Trout could be better than that. They could be better than I mean shoot, who do they even compare with?
1: I mean, Derek honestly,
0: Jeter and Mariano Rivera. I think Trout and Otani could be better than that. Yeah, some of those Braves. The Braves were kind of a trio, but yeah, I think it's similar.
1: I mean, you posted the the you know the question with the pictures on Twitter. I'll be honest; I knew a couple of those guys in the picture. I did a little research.
0: You did know?
1: I did. I knew Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and uh, Greg Maddox, <laughs> but the other one was I guess I hadn't really heard of. Looked it up. Old Tom Glavin.
0: You didn't know Tom Glavin?
1: I did not. I'd never seen a picture of him. I've heard the name. I just, I'd never seen a picture of him.
0: Did you know who Lou Gehrig was?
1: Yeah. Lou Gehrig's disease. I or, was uh, going to yeah. say,
0: because of baseball or the disease? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because really of baseball. Sucks.
1: I heard of the disease first and then learned it was because it came from a baseball player. And then I learned the history of it as a kid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is really also unfortunate for Lou Gehrig. Mm-hmm. To be like, your name is very popular. Some of it is based off of. A horrific disease, which thankfully they started calling ALS. Like, let's get rid of that whole <laughs> Lou Gehrig's thing. <laughs> oh, blew your mind on that one. A little uh, new info. Uh, got quiet little-
1: on the mic. It's kind of hard to do when we're
0: in person. <laughs> <laughs> the Lou Gehrig uh, Ice Bucket Challenge.
1: Oh.
0: Summer 2022. <laughs> you were an Ice Bucket Challenge guy, weren't you?
1: I jumped into a cold lake,
0: actually. You were supposed to do that for one of our sponsors. I just forgot what I just remembered
1: the old polar plunge yeah oh man that stinks how it just kind of like didn't happen
0: i just <laughs> forgot about it get it next year I every guess.
1: time they send a text message like son of a bitch
0: here it is <laughs> nope never happened <laughs> right so uh baseball happened last night the royals still suck uh i th- i think i'm getting more i'm getting back into baseball it's hard to as a royals fan
1: that's all I've been paying attention to, like just to be completely honest. It's like, yeah, I'm keeping an eye on everything else that's going on, but like my attention has just been the Royals. Like I just want to see I just want to be able to watch all these young guys and kind of pay attention to them develop and see where they're at. Like, I mean what? They lost yesterday six to four and then you've got Matheny on the mic and he's like, you know, these guys are close, you know, like they they know they're close in games like this. And just, then you see the records like the Royals have yet to win a game once they're losing after the first inning. And I was like, Well, <laughs> maybe they're not. So yeah. it's just that little in-between of wanting to keep an eye on everything else. Like, we talked about it, yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before on radio, where, it was like, the Red Sox are just doing absolutely awful this year. And then it was like, oh, okay, look at the Reds, you know, like, and not the Reds, excuse me, the Angels. See how, like, well, this season's going off for them right now. And then you get, like, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I, I, oh, my God. The Arizona Diamondbacks are in a spot where, like, they're not having an awful season, but they're in last place in the division because everyone
0: else is just tearing it up this year. That's a division that I shit on uh, frequently actually, and every team in the NL West is above 500. It's that crazy that you have that good of baseball being played out there. And even, like, those teams have to compete against the Dodgers and the Padres. So when you look at the Giants, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies, it's not even like, a, oh, well, you haven't really played anybody yet. Like, the whole division has been good. And you we're far enough into the season now that you can't even really make those excuses. of Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, your division sucks. Uh, the NL Central is trash, and I say that here in Missouri. Uh, the Brewers <laughs> and the Cardinals are the only teams that are even look halfway decent. Yep. And I I think that even the Cardinals did look pretty disappointing this year. They're sixteen and thirteen right now. But the Pirates, absolutely terrible. The Cubs, bad again. And the Reds, just don't win games. <laughs> uh, they're terrible. They are six and twenty four. Absolutely terrible. They have a uh, two hundred winning percentage. Uh, their run differential is minus 75. Like, it's hard to be that bad. And they're not even like one of those teams that was tanking. Like, they're kind of tanking, but they're not like tanking, tanking. You know, they're calling up some of these young prospects and things like that. So it, it has been wild. The Mets are, like, apparently good. We'll see how long <laughs> that lasts.
1: That's kind of what, like, it's nice to see. It's kind of exciting. Like, they've had a lot of changes, especially with the ownership group. Like, things might be heading in the right direction. heading in the right direction I got myself there with that accent Uh it's like
0: when you don't think about it I think you're just over there consciously thinking about everything you say
1: yeah try not to fuck up because apparently I say gut spot instead of gun spot that's another thing I saw that one too
0: (laughs) man i don't have to i'm just gonna have to turn
1: chat off for a day you know (laughs) they always say don't read the comments guys
0: yeah don't go to the comment section (laughs) uh unless i tell you to because every day you should be going in there i I think there are some really great quotes brooks had the one about the tracks that uh, that one got me
1: with bane that i'm probably gonna have to use (laughs) that later
0: (laughs) right yeah we clipped that one out and put it on our twitter too uh but we do appreciate everybody getting involved in the chat i do think it makes a, a better listening experience for you guys And uh, it's easier to host the show. I love being able to throw to the chat and do that. You can get that in the call And It's not on Apple. It's not on Spotify. You get it right here live, 10 a.m. Central Time, every weekday. Now, let's also mention our great sponsor, Club 609. While we're at it, home to the best happy hour in the world. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours. That happy hour runs from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Again, two-for-one drink specials. Really mean two drinks for the price of one. Check them out at Club 609.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on First and Main Street. They know a thing or two, they've done a thing or two. They're really good at what they do. Their customer service is through the roof. You love to see it. Mark and the guys pride themselves on getting you in and out as quickly as possible. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. And any contact information that you need, again, that is downtownlube.com. Also, not a matter of if, matter of when, you're going to need your oil change, your tire service. Get that done right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown
0: Lube. That's a big nif.
1: That was a huge nif.
0: That was a big one. I didn't know if that was on purpose.
1: I said it, and I was like, oh, wow.
0: <laughs> you did your voice thing.
1: I didn't even realize it. I'm just gonna You're stop. Paying I'm just done. Don't pay attention to how I talk.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if that was on purpose.
1: That one was. Okay. I just enjoy doing it. I think it just adds a little different, a little difference to the to discussing, get your point across a little bit more.
0: Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, uh, keep doing it. If that's what the people want, that's what the people are gonna get. Gonna now, we be are gonna in the play-
1: chat like mm, we don't want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to play a little bit of would-you-rather today uh, with a couple different scenarios for you. The first one, uh, would you rather be drafted first overall or 32nd overall? First overall, uh, you're going to do like a Trevor Lawrence situation. Might not be the greatest situation. 32nd overall might be more like a Lamar Jackson situation. Going to a really good
1: team. That's tough because like you want to be the guy to like change a franchise. But at the same time, it's like, hey, can I come in and just, like, keep winning? Like, that'd be really cool.
0: It'd be cool if there were, like, some good receivers here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, like a solid offensive line. Like, what mm-hmm. do you guys got on defense?
1: But, like, you could be the number one quarterback and just end up in an awful situation. It's mm-hmm. like, they, they they didn't draft. They drafted a receiver. Wasn't a good one. They drafted me a left tackle. Dude
0: sucks. Or even be like the, you know, the Trevor Lawrence or, like, a Clyde Edwards a layer. Like, "Whoa, I'm going to... To a Super Bowl team. Not even like, man, this team traded back up into the first round. That's cool. I I think there's a solid argument to be made about 32nd.
1: Yeah. Like Sky Moore, like a receiver. Like, hey, I got picked in the second round, but to the Chiefs. <laughs> like, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or like, Christian uh, Watson goes to the Green Bay Packers. I got myself a good quarterback. Would I love to go in the first round? Absolutely. That ain't in a good situation in the second round? You better believe it.
0: Yeah. It usually, you know, at 32, I'm I'm thinking that this would be like a good team, like a Super Bowl contending team. Again, not like, hey, how'd the Lions end up with pick 32? I think I'd probably take that.
1: There's a lot of money
0: to be made at pick number one overall, and I do think that's important. For sure. But I I also also think
1: I would kind of want to be in like that Justin Fields tier where like you get picked right outside the top 10, but a team trades up to get you. Sometimes it's a good team. Maybe like Patrick Mahomes like, would be another example for that. You get picked right there at 10. Team trades up to get you. The only thing they're really missing is just a quarterback. Bam, sign me up. Mm-hmm. And then everyone can say, oh, should have been the number one pick.
0: Now with those, like Bryce mentions in the chat, the first overall picks hang around even if they're bad simply because they're the first pick. Mm-hmm. And they will. They'll continue to get more and more opportunities even though they probably shouldn't. And – you should probably get more opportunities after you're done playing, too. Oh, this is former first overall pick, Baker Mayfield, on the big noon kickoff or whatever he's going to be doing eventually. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's a tough one. Jake also put it in here. Now, would you rather be an undrafted free agent or Mr. Irrelevant?
1: Undrafted free agent. I pick where
0: I go. Instead yeah. of being
1: the last guy to be like, fuck.
0: Now, it would be really cool. I mean, you get to hear your name called at the NFL draft, you get to be like, "I was drafted." Uh-huh. That I think that is probably a really cool moment. But at the same time, I'm still going UDFA.
1: Like, is it cool in the seventh round? Right. Like, is it cool to be the team's last pick?
0: Like, yeah. I th- I think once you start to get into the seventh round, and especially that last pick, yeah. like, is it is it cool?
1: Have we ever had a successful mystery relevant?
0: Yes, there's one. I think. I saw him talking about it at the draft. I was like, oh, this guy was a Mr. Irrelevant. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I don't remember who it was, though. The one that really sticks out to me was Chad Kelly.
1: Yeah. And, it was and then like, he oh, drunkenly wow. walks into someone else's house at a Halloween party.
0: Yeah, it's Brooks immoral. says uh, Ryan Suckup, the kicker, was a Mr. Oh, Irrelevant. Yeah. For a kicker, I, I think it's probably different. I feel like that pick should just be left for a
1: kicker upon her. Like... <laughs> right. I kind of wish they'd do that. Like, 6th and 7th round, like, special teamers. I just think a, a kicker being drafted in the 4th
0: round is freaking ridiculous. Personally. Sometimes. till you get a guy like Justin Tucker. Yeah, boy. Or uh, the, the Bengals kicker. McPherson? I can't even remember his name. Old oh, McPherson? Yeah. Everybody just roasted him last year. Like, we just took a fucking kicker. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: We <laughs> needed him. Won you a lot, actually. Yeah.
0: So and even That's like that uh, the Ravens,
1: I shouldn't say that. And then later, when we get in season, like, oh, you got to use all three phases to win. Like, kicking is like, important because oh, yeah. it is. I know yeah, that.
0: Yeah, it definitely uh, happens. Uh, would you rather be able to move things with your mind or read minds?
1: Move things with my minds. If I read minds, like, I would just be so like just messed up by that. Like, just seeing some people's thoughts, like, why the fuck did you think that? Or it'd be hard to not like not call them out on it. Like, I know exactly what you're thinking, yeah. jackass.
0: Hey, I like this shirt, so maybe shut up about yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know my socks are two different shades of black. Shut up.
0: <laughs> Bro, you you mismatch your socks?
1: I don't on purpose. You just get, you got an old pair of Nike socks, and you got a new package of Nike socks come in. Throw them in the dryer. Right. Sometimes they get a little mixed matchy and you, you can't really see when you yeah. take them out.
0: I thought you were wearing, like, two different kinds of socks.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not that guy. Like I saw even- someone doing that the other day, and it just,
0: Bout made fun of them, mm-hmm. but my that guy try to do that stuff. They're like, "Why does it matter, Dad? They're just socks." Like it does matter. It matters very much because I can see it.
1: It's weird how girls just like get away with it. Like when I was in high school and stuff, like they used to like almost pride themselves. Like, "Oh my God, look! I got like a green sock and a blue sock. <laughs> this one's got <laughs> polka dots and this one's got stripes." Uh, what, awesome. What What do they say? I'm
0: a socks. <laughs> It's like anytime you talk about a girl, it's like you've only talked to girls who live in California. <laughs> uh, you've never just talked to a girl who lives from the Midwest. It just
1: What's a girl from the Midwest sound like that?
0: Talks normal. You wouldn't know, would you?
1: <laughs> oh, boom roasted. <laughs> Didn't think that was gonna come back to bite me. You're just you're too damn fast, dude. Like I thought I had you there. It was like oh. I even thought in my mind, it was just like, oh, God, I mean, he's going to have to do it. And then you're immediately just like split a second. Like you wouldn't even know. It's
0: like, oh, that was so good. The, the scary part about my wittiness is the stuff I don't say.
1: I, that's what's terrifying. <laughs> if like, you
0: think you've stumped me, I've stopped myself from saying things. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean you specifically. I just mean every, yeah. everyone. I used to work with a teacher. And she would try to do that. She'd try to, like, get me on stuff, and she'd be like, oh, you never have a comeback. It's like, I do. I don't want you to end your day crying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to get fired. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I need to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. I'm right there with you. I would rather be able to move things with my mind, which I've said I still try to do. Oh. Any time that I I get hungover or (laughs) even super tired – it's happening. I'm, I freaking, I'm trying to move stuff with my mind.
1: Selena Gomez, man, screwed me up. Wizards of Waverly Place as a kid. Just, damn it. Thought I could do it. I was just like, pfft. I have no Simple idea what s- that is. It's a TV show. Is was on, like, uh, Disney or something. like It had to channel. be a Disney channel. Yep. It's had what the little be. siblings wanted to watch. It's not like I grabbed the TV remote and was like, oh, Disney. No, I was like, I'm trying to get to ESPN, NFL Network. Mm-hmm. I got my little sister. like,
0: I want to watch Disney.
1: I mean, turned to freaking Disney.
0: Yeah, my, I had older brothers. I don't know, different household, different generation. Big time. I did not get to pick at all. I can remember fighting with my brothers, and we had, like, a, like a remote schedule. It's like, okay, this day you get to decide what you guys watch for TV. Mm-hmm. And one of my older brothers, it was my turn to handle the remote. I get to pick what I wanted to. So, like, I don't remember the time. Like, 5 o'clock hits, and it's like, it's my turn now. Uh, so he picked what he wanted to watch on TV, and then he would went and stood right in front of the TV with his hand over the like sensor. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "You can have the remote, but I get to pick what's on the TV." It's like, "You bastard! <laughs> I can't, I can't move you away from the TV. You're ten years older than I am, so I'm just fucking stuck watching." Probably like
1: my th- like in my little TV. siblings would throw a fit to get my parents' attention, and the parents didn't want to listen to the fit, so they would just be like. Austin, just turn the channel and be like, yeah. fine.
0: So did you have to watch a lot of cartoons on, like, Saturday mornings with your siblings? <laughs> no, they're usually still in bed. <laughs> oh, good deal, huh? <laughs> Good deal. You dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather give up air conditioning or heat for the rest of your life?
1: Heat. I'm layering up. I yep. cannot stand being hot. Now, I get cold easily, but I cannot stand being hot.
0: I can't sleep when I'm hot.
1: Yeah, it just immediately pissed. Mm
0: -hmm. But I do remember, well, it wasn't last, it wasn't this past February, but the February before, Mm -hmm. when we hit like negative 18 degrees, and then the electric company was like, hey, we can't really keep up with this. We're going to do these rolling blackouts, and my house got hit with one of the rolling blackouts, and it got down to like 49, 50 degrees in my house. Uh That feels like 32. (laughs) That feels like freezing, in-house. I might actually go no AC. Really? I hate being hot. But, man, that level of cold hit me hard. <laughs> so I, I think You do not want to wear bids or anything in your own house? I, I mean, you can layer up, but I don't know. That's just different. Yeah.
1: I haven't had that happen, so I guess I can't attest to that.
0: I, I also, uh, there was an ice storm a long time ago, like 12 years ago, 15 years ago, and it knocked the power out. Mm -hmm. And I was staying with my girlfriend and her family at the time for like two days until Mm -hmm. they got the power back on. And it was like, I just need to go back to my house and like get away from this environment. I was like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to take a nap. It's daylight. So like the water was still running. I'm going to shower. I tried to shower in a house that was like 45, 50 degrees. Miserable experience. (laughs) Still beat being at their house but uh, just terrible felt like i was literally dying so i i might go no ac yeah i just i'll never sleep again because i can't sleep if it's above 72
1: yeah like i can't like there are times like i go to sleep and i wake up and i'm kind of sweating and it's like oh my god like this is you got to transit like going to sleep hot would just sounds absolutely brutal
0: yeah yeah i i struggle to and then i'll wake up sweaty mess which is absolutely disgusting but i hate i hate it um uh, w- uh, would you rather give up singing or dancing for the rest of your life you are uh you're quite the dancer
1: i probably you know i don't know i've always wished i could sing like i wish i was a talent that i had
0: it's nice it's nice to have that
1: <laughs> you actually you do
0: have a good singing voice i only say that because you've told me that before i Yeah, I just don't think you believe I just don't think you have an ear for talent. (laughs) (laughs) Not for singing. (laughs) I I think I'm a terrible singer. Okay.
1: I don't know how that turns into me not having an ear for talent. I don't know why you you think think...
0: I'm a good singer.
1: I didn't say you were a fantastic singer. I just said I think you're a better singer than you think you are. Okay. (laughs)
0: Thanks. (laughs) I guess you're
1: welcome. Excuse me for having no talent, but all right. (laughs) Ear for talent. (laughs) Wow. Uh... I guess I'd give up singing because I do enjoy dancing. Dancing's fun.
0: I would probably give up dancing. Really? Yeah. I sing a lot in the shower. I don't dance a lot in the shower. Because it's Oh, dating. you're an old shower singer? I am. Yeah. Big time.
1: I am sometimes. Like, I don't know. I got to be in the mood. I'm not just in there just singing all the time.
0: Even this morning, I was singing in the shower. My daughters did this thing because if I'm in the bathroom, I get no alone time. To where they're like pounding on the door because she was asking if she could have a piece of candy for breakfast. Like this is what was so important that you have to interrupt my morning routine. I can't just like go take a shower, (laughs) sing my Morgan Wallen and be by myself for 10 minutes. You have to bang on the bathroom door and shout, dad, can I have a piece of candy? So I said, no, you cannot have a piece of candy. Now you've pissed me off because it's that whole I can't really hear you thing. I know you're talking to me. But then I have to figure out, like, is this an, an emergency situation? Do you need me for something? Could you not, like, find clothes to wear or something like that? Like, what is the real situation? So I had to turn the shower off, turn my music off that I listen to while I shower, all for her to just be like, hey, is it okay if I have a piece of candy? Why the fuck are you asking me for candy anyway? You just have get you, it. Have who they ever been able to have ask? candy in the morning? Like, who asked permission for candy, though? My kids. <laughs> My kids, they're just too fucking respectful. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not like some drill sergeant that's like, you must ask me before you can have any candy in this house. It's Easter candy. Just fucking eat it and don't tell me about it. Don't ask. I don't – don't ask, don't care is my policy with candy. But they interrupted it, so I was like, whatever. You're done. I would take singing. Okay. I like to do So you
1: can sing, I'll do the dance, and look at us.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think I have a video on my phone of you dancing this weekend, actually. Oh, uh, you took a video of that? Uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yep. A damn. Uh, I'll send it to you later. We'll see if maybe we can post it. <laughs> <laughs> I also remembered a story from Saturday night that it's about you, but it might be my Tell the Truth Tuesday.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was a good one.
1: Can't wait for that. Now, would
0: you rather have. Uh, Really nice arms, muscular, nice arms or abs?
1: Probably abs. I don't know. I guess I say that because I've never had abs. Like after I turned like seven, it was just like abs just disappeared forever. Now a lot of that's just personal choice, (laughs) personal discipline.
0: Yeah, working on trying to
1: get them back. It's been about twenty years. That's about it. So I think I would. I don't like. I don't know. I say that, but at the same time, like. To get abs, like you have to clean like you have to clean up everything. Like everyone's like, oh it's ninety percent kitchen. I'll tell you what, it's yeah. fucking hard. That's the hardest part. Because when I go to Casey's in the morning to try and get a coffee and I look over and I see that pizza spinning,
0: I'm like, I'll take one of those. Yeah, you don't get abs <clears throat> and Casey's pizza. You can't. Mm Nope. I tell you what though, I'm
1: also not making my own food. I'm just not home enough for it.
0: Oh, you don't meal prep? Dude, fuck
1: meal prep. I hate that shit. You make about Five meals meal prepping. And by the time you get to Wednesday, you are so sick and tired of just dried up chicken and rice that so it's like this is not even good. You just yeah. add sauce to it. My chicken is still three days old and been in the fridge. It's not good.
0: Yeah, I don't I've lived with somebody before who's tried to meal prep and it's like this takes six hours on Sunday. It would take me forty five minutes on Wednesday. Like I get we're we're shaving some time off here. Mm-hmm. It's not that much time to eat bad food on friday
1: and i'm also just a convenient person like when i'm hungry like i just want to eat like i'm not like ooh hungry let me spend 30 minutes prepping this and cooking it and then to eat it and then to spend another 30 minutes to clean it all up mm-hmm. i'll just yeah. get a bag and then throw the bag away when i'm done thank you Chipotle.
0: it's on purpose right Yes, Chipotle. <laughs> now, Jake says, would you rather live happy, a happy life or have abs? That's pretty much what it comes down to. Bingo. That's my I think, too. Like, even like going out to eat with people and like, oh, I don't eat here. I'm trying to eat healthy. Like, I get it. You should try to eat healthy, live a happy life. There's a balance to like, I'm going to enjoy this cheeseburger, and I'm going to also eat healthy sometimes. <laughs> like you, it's just so annoying. We went on a trip. A while back, and there was a person that was like, I, I don't eat unhealthy. Like, I have to eat here. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to have a water, blah, blah, blah. I get it. It's cool. Take a fucking break every once in a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah, have a cheat day. And just be happy with your life instead of like, I'm eating dry-ass chicken again. Yeah. There's some really good food out there. You should try it. And with abs, how often are you really showing that off?
1: Yeah. The arms. Everyone sees your arms through the shirt.
0: Yeah, even, you, even if you put guy. on a hoodie, your arms are big enough, it's going to stretch out the hoodie. Mm-hmm. How are you doing post-hoodie season?
1: Uh, it's a little different, you know.
0: <laughs> it's really different for me. Watching you walk in here every morning, it's like, he doesn't even have a hoodie on.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, I sweat a lot more. All right, here. During the work, like, I'm a big, like, wear-a-hoodie, like, while-working-out guy, and so, like, the sweat can, like, just be kind of caught by the hoodie on the forearms, especially. Yesterday, I thought I was going to kill myself. My hands got so slippery; it was bad. And I'm not trying to be like, "Ooh, I work out." Like that's not my thing. It's like, right? Clearly, I'm, I'm no. I know. I know. I know. But like, it's like it's hot outside. You can't fucking wear hoodie anymore. And it's just gotten to a point because where it's your like,
0: friends will make fun of you. Dude, I wearing- just I
1: sweat so much like during that. And like that's one thing like I hate about shirts too. Is like I just I sweat. And like this humidity, that humidity. Excuse me. Like it just makes me sweat so easily. That like as soon as I walk outside or like I'm walking from the car to the office and like that humidity hits and I'm just like sweating everywhere on my body. And it's like, now I'm going to come inside. I'm going to smell like sweat and it's going to take me five minutes to cool down and then for another 10 minutes for the sweat to stop. It's just yep. so
0: annoying. I think so too. Uh, our guy Jesse in the chat, uh, big country would be the hoodie and cut off the sleeves type of guy. You're 100% correct. He God already does it. it he is that guy. He definitely has. you. <laughs> I got to tell him, <laughs> uh, not only does he have like the, God damn it. I've cut the sleeves off to like a normal t-shirt like at the elbow hoodie, he has an actual sleeves cut off completely hoodie <laughs> that you have worn this calendar year. <laughs> yep. You brought this on yourself. You dog. You made me do this. <laughs> and the
1: worst part about that is, too, though like you can't wear a T-shirt underneath that hoodie because you're not about to have your sleeves hanging out of a sleeveless hoodie. You're going to look like a jackass. What is this, 2000s where you're wearing a tank top baseball jersey and a short sleeve shirt underneath it? No.
0: That's the only place that a sleeveless hoodie is acceptable is playing baseball. And it's wow. it can't be like a cotton hoodie either.
1: Well, good thing I wore it with the baseball jersey. <laughs> I but wanted to wear then, the hoodie. I, I don't know why I did it. Like I really don't. I don't know why you bought it.
0: Because even with the hoodie, it was like, the baseball jersey, He's was like, well, is he wearing a hoodie?
1: Yeah. I, well, I wore it.
0: I don't see sleeves.
1: <laughs> I got the hoodie so I could wear it while working out.
0: How's that going for you?
1: I am not wearing it working out now.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I did when it was in my buddy's garage, and it was just like him, me, him, and his little brother at times, and it was just like... That's just it. Like, it was, it was warm. It was cool enough in there where, like, you wanted the hoodie, but, like, you wanted your arms to be able to, like, have free movement and stuff, and you'd be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you wear some things sometimes, and I'm like, what the hell? That day, that was the biggest one. That and the white sweats that look like baseball pants. I, uh, I did get you got to wear them together. <sighs> See you tomorrow, dog. But one's white and one's cream. I don't know that color is really what's making it obnoxious right now.
1: Okay, <laughs> I think
0: it's just the whole, the whole fit. <laughs> I actually I picked my daughters up yesterday from their mom, and my oldest daughter had on a hoodie, and it's ninety degrees here. And I said, "Why the hell are you wearing a hoodie?" She's like, "Oh, it was cold this morning." It's like it's not now. Take it off. Like you have a shirt on under it. She's like, "Yeah, I'm wearing a t-shirt." So I was like, "Take off the hoodie." I'm not. I'm not going to be seen walking around with somebody wearing a hoodie. It's ninety degrees outside. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> Made her take it off. I have no candy, no hoodies when it's ninety. That's my parenting style. <laughs> uh, are you a burger or a hot dog kind of guy? Burger it's cookout season.
1: Yep, I'm a big burger guy. Same. Same hot food. dogs, they just I don't know. You gotta put like they just get kind of stale after, like, kind of boring. And then you get them some friend like my friends especially they're just like, is that hot dog good over there? It's like yeah, sorry, mine took a little bit of a big bite out of the hot dog. Get your mind out of the bit. gutter. Just trying to eat. You're
0: a very fast eater. Very much so. You win that race every time.
1: I try to limit myself on the opportunities that I can be made fun of while eating. I just get it over with.
0: I was going to say, you're also, you take large bites. So you eating a hot dog, I'll let people's imagination run (laughs) with that one. (laughs) All right, yeah, a little Uh, bit of a long show today. (laughs) Uh, Let's end up with that one. Uh, Definitely brats over hot dogs. I just saw that one in the chat too. Um, hot dogs at a baseball game, yeah. But if it's just like a cookout, it's it's hamburgers. Yeah, I also make a pretty good hamburger.
1: I now the difference between like if it was brat versus hamburger, I might go brat. Yeah, like that cheesy brat that you get
0: there, and a little flavor with the bite. Better cheddars, bingo. Yep, yep. Johnsonville brats, those are the best ones that are out there. Absolutely. Only the best for my friends when they come over. Um, All right, we appreciate you guys joining us today, being active in the chat, giving us your opinions, asking your questions. Again, you're going to only get that right here in the call-in app every weekday at 10 a.m. Central Time. We appreciate you guys, and we will be back tomorrow, same time, same place, doing it all over again. We'll talk to you then.